Well, guys, welcome back. It is another episode of the Slinging Stones podcast brought to you by The Thrive Ministry. Uh, once again, I'm Andy Branham. Uh, Luke is not with us tonight. Unfortunately, he's just, his schedule is hectic. It's amazing uh, what God's doing in his life to uh, take him places, put him in front of uh, you know these kids that he coaches and, and, and ministers to, and uh, just thankful for that. But trust me, Luke will be back with us uh, as soon as possible. But a couple things before we get started. We got a fun and special episode tonight, but uh, a couple things before we get started. The uh, fishing derby up in New Paris, Ohio, was absolutely looked like a fun time. There was no lying about the fish sizes. So, uh, Clint, man, love. I'm glad that y'all didn't lie about fish sizes when it came to a ministry event. Uh, it looked like a good time. We're uh, really excited. They had a good turnout. But um, also coming up, uh, first Sunday in. Um, we're in August, so September, first Sunday in September, uh, dad church is going to be happening. So if you are a dad, going to be a dad, grandfather, uncle, whatever it may be, uh, definitely show up. Uh, we will announce the, uh, location at some point soon, whenever we get it from Mr. Rick, but, uh, going to be an awesome event. It's always an awesome time. We get to hear some testimonies, uh, get prayed over, enjoy communion and just spend time in fellowship with a bunch of guys. Now, Thursday night here in, this is Tuesday night. So Thursday night, Luke and I will be in Columbus, Georgia at the Redeemed Man Conference, uh, hanging out and seeing Tim Tebow speak. Um, if you missed your chance to get a ticket, I'm sorry, they're sold out, but we will tell you everything that's said. We'll record it and we'll just play it back for you. I'm kidding. I don't want to be in trouble with, you know, the redeemed or anything like that, but, um, uh, super excited about that, and then there's just several bunch of other events coming up. But uh, get your calendars ready because next episode we're going to release a bunch of uh, different events we're going to be at, different men's events, and all that. So without further ado, we have an absolutely fun guy to be around, a fun guy to listen to. Um, you know, I, I saw him a couple years ago. I think it was 2019 or 2020. It was right before COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I just came apart and come together and been a part of this new church that we have just found, we just found and we just joined. And they're like, Hey, we're having a wild game dinner. We got a guy coming and this guy is going to be awesome. And you know what? He didn't, he did not disappoint. It was excited to see him. And it's just, he's a YouTube sensation. I don't even know. I, there's so many different things that lays behind his name. It's amazing. But without further ado, David, y'all, y'all Ellis, David, how you doing tonight, buddy? buddy oh we doing good like we talked about earlier i got that good little nap in since it was so hot outside i'm refreshed and ready to do uh to do whatever needs to be done on the night on the night as i call it as kids need to be put down and uh and whatnot so how you doing man we are blessed we are blessed you know you talk about um you know you're hot you got a nap in but you know i i'm not i'm not mistaken i think i saw you picking up a, just a massive hog and showing it off on facebook like at eight o'clock this morning i'm not am i mistaken yeah yeah no no you're not mistaken we uh matter of fact today today would be a tuesday so i caught a big hog yesterday and a big hog today but yeah usually my morning starts uh, around four o'clock and then uh so by the time i get through trapping and then getting the next spot ready and maintained and stuff like that Usually it takes, I'm, you know, 12 o'clock, you know, I've already put in eight hours. So, uh, so I, every now and again, 
I call my wife while she's working to make sure I ain't got no honeydews. And if I don't, then I'll lay down because uh, catching hogs, you know, I'm up all night. I'm up all night editing YouTube videos. So uh, I think last night I got in the bed finally around two, and then I was up at four. So some days they let me, some days you'll let me take a little nap. <laughs> well, I hear you. You're, you're like me. I'm usually up at 315, but I'm not trapping hogs. I'm, I'm working out. I'm just trying to maintain my summer body all year round. So, um, yeah. But we talked, you just, you just mentioned your YouTube videos. So, you know, like I said, you're a YouTube sensation. You're, you're, you know, you know, you're a turkey hunter. You're a, you're an outdoorsman of all kinds. You probably deer hunt, turkey hunt. Um, the big thing lately has been hog hunting. And then, you know, just for fun, you decide to send me pictures of you go down and do an alligator removal and they're live. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little bit different for me, but, uh, you know, you got to learn something somehow. And, uh, yeah, we went out to Florida and we ended up, I went out there on a gator hunt. And then the guy that owns the processor and taxidermy for the gators is a nuisance trapper for gators. And he happened to be, I guess, a fan or a friend of the channel, of the YouTube channel. So he's like, how about you go with me? And I'm like, all right, we can try it. And then I didn't know it was live until it was time to put, put the gator in the boat. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> gator to boat live now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the YouTube. So, can you tell us the start? How did this YouTube sensation? Because I mean, how many how many views or how many subscribers are you at now? Uh, I think on YouTube I'm around the one seventy ish. You know, one hundred seventy thousand. You know, something maybe one hundred seventy four thousand mm. uh, subscribers. You know, I've been doing it for two years so that's a pretty good jump from my understanding from other youtube people you know usually it takes years years and years and years to get to that number but i think people just in they're intrigued with the amount of hogs there are the size of hogs and and then i have you know i have a little bit of personality that helps but uh it's jumped and i think we've done like 60 something million views in the two years and then uh but you know i always had a facebook account you know, telling stories and joking and turkey hunting. And that's kind of where my name, Yalt Yalt, come from, was the turkey hunting part of it. You know, it's uh, a Yalt Yalt is, is, is a hen yelp with a southern draw. You know, we don't <laughs> yelp at them turkeys. We hit them with that Yalt Yalt. So that's just kind of become a nickname. And we had that social media going on. And then one day, oh, I had a buddy that was actually doing YouTube. And he was, he was just absolutely killing on there. And he's like, you ought to try it. And I was like, I don't know about long content. You know, I'm so ADHD. I don't know if I could put a long content together. I mean, I forgot where I was. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> but I tell you all the time, you know, if you watch my YouTube, uh, the Yacht Yacht channel, it's, uh, I, if I put my hands on something, it's going to break. But I also tell people that when I put my mind to something, God makes it, you know, blesses it to, to be successful. So uh, even though I tear up as much as I do and, and all that I go through in these videos, uh, you know, the Lord just keeps making it successful on the end of it, you know, that I can keep spreading a little bit of word from, from an old head knocker like myself, you know, a uh, little testimony. And, and like I said, I tell people all the time, the 60-something million views we've got, but that 60-something million people are there about that's heard the name of God or Jesus uh, in some form or fashion uh, or scripture during all that. So 
the Lord can definitely work with anybody. If he can work with an old goblin pig trapper like myself, uh, <laughs> you know, he can definitely work with anybody. Well, you know, and, and we're all called to, to glorify and speak the name of Jesus to everybody in Matthew, the great commission, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, go forth and make disciples of all nations. And, you know, a lot of people lose that and, and they, everybody has a platform. I believe everybody, whether if it's on aisle seven at Walmart, you have a platform. Um, so it's utilizing that. And I love your story because you weren't trying to do anything. Um, and you were just, it just kind of fell in your lap and you haven't lost, you know, kind of the beginning of where it came from and who's placed this into your, into your path. You know, when, when you have these videos, as you grew and as it was growing, you know, kind of quickly and, and, and growing probably faster than what you thought, you know, and you have all these speaking engagements. Cause I, I know that you're all over the country, all over the South doing speaking engagements where, where, you know, where has been the challenge on keeping your faith and keeping strong to your faith, uh, while these speaking engagements where, you know, maybe somebody nudges you at a, at a, you know, hog hunting, you know, hog hunting, uh, symposium. And they say, Hey, you know, Hey, try not to mention God. Let's talk about hogs. You know, where do you keep your faith and how do you stay headstrong into that? I know it's, it's, it's hard because as, as like, just like talking to you, I don't know your daily life, but just say you go out in a daily life and you just have your work, you go do work in a yard, you do, you just deal with a, probably a minimum amount of people per day. And I deal with, since it's in the social media world, and I'm not rich enough to care what people say about me yet, <laughs> you know, not care, or not care. Yeah. You know, I, I like to get in there with them sometimes, but you know, a lot of people tell me I'll just let it, you know, like be water off a duck's back. Mm. but you as a person may only encounter one to two issues a day with somebody, you know, confrontational wise or just not in a good light or, you know, whether it be social media, me, I basically get a hundred hate every day. Mm. And that hits you hard sometimes when you do care because you're, you're not trying to be, you're not trying to, you're not trying to harm anybody. You're not trying to cause a problem, you know, but, uh, so it does get hard. So when you're when you're hog trapping and you, or you're doing the YouTube, and people in the YouTube world they really think that you're posting that video strictly for them. There's people that live in this world and they support you so much that from watching your videos and think you're they're right there with you. And then when you change up something, they don't like it. Maybe they watch ten episodes and they never did hear, they never did see you read the Bible. Just saying ten episodes, okay. Mm-hmm or physically showing the Bible and reading it. You might have heard me. They've heard me say, God bless, Jesus loves you, you know, Lord, uh, you know, Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Like, they've heard that. And then when you post that 10-second clip of reading something, maybe out of Proverbs, you know, just something quick and simple, they just go nuts. It's like, you heard me saying Jesus 10 times, and when I show you the Bible, <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like their whole world changed. And it's like, well, I don't, I like the pig trapping, but I don't like, I don't like you reading scripture because I don't believe in that. Or I, you know, I don't believe that, uh, uh, it ain't the King James verse. You know, I'm like, dude, y'all can barely understand what I'm saying. Let alone if I read the King James version to you. And it's not, not that I don't read it. I'm just saying, like, it's hard for me, you know? So it's just like, they just people just come at you, and and then some. By the end of the day, 
when I lay down or I'm sitting down, I'm done with my family. Let's chill. Let's make sure that there's no scammers on my Facebook post or my YouTube post because I have to keep up with all that. Mm. And you go to it, and then there's a bunch of hate, and you're done with the hate. And then all of a sudden, you're like, <laughs> you know, I, 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 my biggest thing is like, it's funny because I tell people to read my text and my voice, and you'll never be offended. But I'm just like, somebody don't have so much hate on there, and I just be like, yo, mom, you know, I'm, I'm tired of this. <laughs> you know, and then people just get so mad, like, you're not a Christian. I'm like, oh, man, you, 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 you not understanding. Just read it in my voice, and it won't be offended. However, I'm a little more Old Testament than most folks. <laughs> 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 well, I will go King David on somebody. Well, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I know a lot of people from where you're from, and I, you know, I, I won't announce it, but I mean, I built a Walmart in the town you live in. Okay. And it was, you know, and so, you know, yeah, there's a lot of folks that they don't put up with too much, too much back talk, too much hate and all that. Um, sure. You know, you mentioned the hate and, and I'm pretty sure you get stuff from probably like PETA, you get stuff from, you know, anti-religion people, all these things. You know, you maintain such a great attitude. You you maintain a positivity. You maintain your faith. Um, tell us a little bit kind of, you know, you know, how you do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of prayer and going to God with it, but how do you take it home and not let it, you know, kind of bleed out of social media, out of YouTube and into your home life and family where it's just, it's just, you know, sad all the time or, you know, mad because someone said something. Yeah. Well, my, for one, my wife is really good at, at picking up on when I'm not myself. Mm. So if I do have something that somebody said, and I know it sounds so, but I say immature, like you let somebody on Facebook, you don't understand. I get death threats. Like a lot of people don't understand. I get death threats on my life. Hmm. I've had death threats where people want to claim that, that somebody needs to go to the school and kill my kid in a school shooting. I've had people come and say they want to come to the Traceway restaurant here in Matheson, Mississippi, and they're going to blow my brains out. Like those kind of death threats. And then when you see them, you're like, it's not that I take it serious a lot of times. It's just like, you know, I, that, these people would never say this to my face. Yeah. And so sometimes it gets, so when we say people say something on Facebook, it's not like, you know, little things like you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You know, it's, it's usually big things. And so when I come home and I'm kind of like, man, I really want to go off on this person. Or I really want to do this. Or if my wife's talking to me and I'm not giving her the mental, the, 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 the communication that she wants, she knows something's up. And then she'll say, what did somebody say? Or what did somebody do? I'm like, I just don't understand people. I don't understand. You know, she'll let me talk it out with her. And then she's like, well, you know, it's just a social media world. You know, I always say, even though I do real life things, it's still a fast world to me because yeah. it's just social media. And, and so my wife is really good about that. And I do have to pray a lot because, you know, I don't have a problem telling people like, Hey, I'm not going to the traceway. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but it is hard. So I don't ever want nobody to think that, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, yes, I had to pray a lot. I, I fight those battles. And uh, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's my test every day of, of seeing if I'm going to be blessed or not or, 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 you know, in life or if I pass the test of, you know, hey, I got you working by yourself all day long. You don't have to fool with no real people. Can you just handle the people that really aren't real? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You know, and, uh, 
you know, but I have a lot of conversations with God in the truck by myself, you know, even my wife, like, she's trying to talk to him some days, and I'm like, baby, I'm tired of talking. She's like, well, who you been talking to all day? I'm like, man, God, I've been talking all day, baby. Well, you've got, you know, you've got, you've got God, you've got, you know, your dog. I mean, your dog's a sensation now, Bella. I mean, from a puppy yeah. to, to now grown up. Yeah, everybody likes Bella. And, uh, but you two don't let me take her with me no more. Uh, when she would bark at those pigs that I trapped, they called it harassment. Uh, another animal can harass another animal. <laughs> good gracious. Well, so they got killing me, man. So well, she has to stay at home now. How does, how does, how does the, the reason f- is because I make a living doing it. So, yeah. you know, it affects my paycheck. If I, so a lot of people are like, I wouldn't care. <laughs> well, you do when you get a paycheck. You, you do when there's money involved, when the monetary gains are there. How does your family react? Yeah. How, how did they react to the quick growth of fame in your life? Uh, you know, well, I, well, well, I mean, because I know you're, you know, recently married, right? That's right. And and so, you know, did she did did she go in knowing, hey, I'm I'm with the famous y'all y'all. <laughs> No, she didn't even know who y'all y'all was. Oh. She didn't live but thirty minutes from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like I remember sending her. A, I remember so this is it's crazy how uh you know uh of course I got divorced five six years ago and and like I said uh I never condoned divorce or anything like that. And but you know in this day and age it just seems like that people just can't get along or live together and. uh but anyway, it just got to, I ended up getting divorced in like 2017 or 18. And uh, when I, so I, I dated there for a while, for a few years. And, you know, I just realized like, Lord, I said, I'm tired. Because a lot of people, you know, I'm not, I don't consider myself famous, but a lot of people or women, especially if they're in the Instagram world, they're just looking for an up. Mm. And I was dating women that was just, that's all they were looking for is an up is to make their self known more opposed to actually a real relationship. And one day I just, you know, about four years went by and I was like, Lord, uh, you can just send me a woman that's pretty and not too loud. <laughs> I believe I can deal with that. <laughs> she can be a little loud. She can be a little loud. But, Lord, I just I just want one that's pretty and not too loud. And, uh I didn't want I didn't want it to be the social media world. I didn't want I didn't want my wife to be already part of the social media world. Mm. Like it's enough getting attention, you know, the attention I get, not from females, but just in general. And it's a lot trying to please everybody, have conversations. I knew I didn't want I didn't want to have double that in one household. Yeah. And uh one day this guy come to my work. I used to work for the city of West Point over there for like twenty two years and he come to my work and he said Hey David, how's your how, so how's your love life going? I was like, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, you know. And uh, he said, Well, I know a girl from my town. She's pretty, but I don't know why she ain't got no man. Mm. So I looked her up, and it was just like when I looked at her, I was like, Man, that girl is pretty. <laughs> now where why ain't she got a man? Yeah. And uh, so I messaged her on Facebook, like every other stalking creeper there is in the internet. And uh, I told her, I said, hey, I'd like to take you out. In so many words, I said, I'd like to take you out. I said, but when you look me back up, don't take my social media as the man that you're going to be out with. And uh, 
look, she read that thing like two minutes. And about 10 days went by and I didn't get a reply. <laughs> <laughs> so I called my buddy, come back down after the, he was selling something at the city. And I said, man, that girl ain't replied. So I knew another buddy, a mutual friend. I said, look, man, you get your wife on the phone and you call her. Because I need a yes or a no. Because I, I just can't move on. Yeah. I cannot move away from it. And uh, I said, I know it sounds crazy. I said, but I got to know it. Get to know it. And don't you know it? About 18 months later, <laughs> we married. <laughs> well, that's, I tell you what, it, it's amazing how that happens. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, though. that's really like, good. Man. Yeah, but, so she takes it. She takes it good. She didn't know nothing about the y'all, y'all but. She has to make sure because I'm moving, you know, I say I took a nap today, but, you know, I'm on 16-hour days mm. of, of between catching hogs, editing videos, you know, on to the next video, you know. So, our, and then we got a five-year-old and a 16-year-old. So, me and her time is limited, you know, uh, after you do all of that. She works, you know, and she just tries to say, hey, the, the world can wait, you know, uh, until after bed, until after we go to bed or you know, so she handles it, but you know she's uh she's not a jealous woman, but she does like for me to uh, give her as much attention as I give the world. You know, so I try my best, but she goes to some of these shows too with me. But I tell her all the time, I was like, "Baby, you ain't got to go to the show." That's like, you know, I'm kind of telling the same old thing. You know, it's just different people I ain't heard it. You hearing it all the time, <laughs> and you know, she'd just be like, "Well." I like you. I like to hear you talk about me in a good light. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Well, you talk about going to the shows, so you know you. I mean, you're traveling around to all these different shows, all these different. You know, whether if it's a men's wild game dinner at a church or a hunting event, or uh, you know, just one of these. Um, you know, we have a thing here in Birmingham, Alabama, at the World Deer Expo, and it's a massive deal. I mean, so. Yeah. Um, you go to these different events, you speak to these different, you know, all these different people. What are some of the, um, I guess, challenges you would say going from, you know, I'm going to a church tonight I'm going to a wild or a, a I'm going to a wild game dinner tonight and I'm going to a, a turkey convention tomorrow night. Uh, what are some of the challenges in just that right there? Or is it the same y'all y'all every time? Uh, yeah, it's, it's- to me, it's about. I try to be the same. The only thing is, is, is if you, if you if somebody has me for a church event, a wild game dinner, uh, a banquet, or something, that I know it's going to be in a church. Uh, they already kind of know who I am. Or looking up, you know, kind of seeing what kind of speakers they're going to have, and and it's not a problem talking about God or Jesus. And so, but when you go do it another event, you go there and they just. You know, people don't care because a lot of some of these events they're drinking at and all that. And mm. then, to me, I can't not speak Jesus. Like I ain't your preacher, but when I get to talking and telling stories, I can't just keep it to talking and telling stories. So when people sitting out there and they're drinking their beers and and carrying on, and maybe somebody's had too much, and then you got a guy that's telling stories and then talking about Jesus at the same time, you know, you get some people that kind of get offended. You know, they're, they're not here for that. I'm like, you know, uh, you know, God, give me a platform. I mean, y'all had a chance to kind of look me up. So it's a little bit different. But, uh, you know, I just stick to the truth, the truth, you know. And, and uh, you know, I don't condone nobody for what they do. You know, if, if 
you know, I, I'm allergic to alcohol. So if I wasn't, I mean, I might be drinking. You know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> well, what's some of the uh, what, what's some of the bigger names that you've gotten around, and and does faith kind of flow in the industry of turkey hunting and outdoors? Uh, you know, it does because it's a, kind of a southern thing. But you get around these guys, you know, the Eddie Salters, the you know the yeah. you know the Michael Waddells of the world. You know, does does faith and their views kind of match yours? Yeah, I believe some of them do. I, I've met, you know, it's crazy because talking about Eddie Salter, you know, the, the to me the turkey hunting king, you know, are known him and no Preston Pittman. But you know, I went to telling stories about Eddie Salter as a social media, you know, funny and stuff, and and then actually get to meet him later in life because he saw the videos, and, you know, and I've met people, you know, and, and to have these people like Waddell and. Troy Landry, all the swamp people over there. I know, like, I know all those people now. So that, that's pretty cool. But then when you start being around them, you realize they're no different than anybody that, that I am or anybody that said it wants to meet me. I mean, they're just people. It's just the social media or the uh, TV world has just made it out like somebody is, you know, higher standard than somebody else. And, and, and we aren't. Nobody is. Uh, I don't consider myself, you know, like I said, famous or celebrity. Because uh, of Facebook or YouTube with the end today, I'm just David Ellis. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I ain't been in no movies. Ain't nobody going to know me from any of that. So, uh, but yeah, you have to align yourself. You know, I can tell you, I, I'll tell you this, and it's, this is what hurt me the most is my very first year I went to the NWTF convention. Very first year. I'd never been, couldn't even afford to go. I just started my social media thing. You know, I was going, I was going through all them troubles that I was going through in life, trying to figure out. I went to the, uh, somebody bought me a room, or shared a room with a fella, just so I could be there because everybody's wanting to know why, why the y'all y'all wasn't gonna be at the end of it. And one night we were sitting down there. So I forgot the name of a little chicken wing place inside the Gaylord, and everybody from the outdoor industry was there. All those big names. And other than Waddell, Waddell wasn't there. But all these other hunting names that you see on the outdoor channel, like big names. And I've sat there all night kind of hanging out with them. They didn't know who I was. I'm just hanging around. And every single one of them was getting hammered drunk. Mm. And I watched them fall over tables and chairs. And after that night, I realized that those people aren't who I thought they were. Yeah. So it always made when I started getting more and more known or bigger business wise, it always hits home. Don't be somebody you're not. Don't be the guy on TV with a smile and act like you're a family. And some of them was going, and I'm not going to lie to you, some of them was there with women that was not their wife. Mm. And it just broke me like, you liars. Mm. You liars. You know, I wanted to call them out, but it wasn't my place. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah. And it was just so open about it. And then, so ever since that, I've never really hung. I don't hang with nobody. I don't try to go in. I mean, I'll take a few pictures, you know, with some of my friends that, that I've grown over the outdoor industry over the years. But I don't hang with nobody because I don't want to be a son. Oh, and it's not my place to. To, to judge theirs, but I was just watched it and realized it. Dude, it's a whole new world out here. I was just a, I was just 
flabbergasted. And I just realized, you know what? I don't, even when I was singing, I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be the person that was speaking to God on social media and then running around with women mm. on off camera. Oh yeah. Well, you know, you know that. So I really had, yeah, I had to sit back and, and think of that. And I remember trying to date a, date a few and then, it was like people would call me out like, hey, you're going to see your girlfriend, but speaking about Jesus, I'm like, you know what, you're right. You're right. Even though you don't know what's going on, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And yeah. it just made me think, and that's when I, I, after I got through some of that, I said, Lord, next woman, like I said, I want to be pretty and not too loud <laughs> and faith-based and just sweet. And I'm going to tell you, he gave it to me. Now, I may mess it up, cause I'm <laughs> but I'm telling you, she is the best. And I didn't even realize. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, we're guys, so we're going to mess it up old. anyway. So, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. we're, we're in the doghouse no matter what. Right. But I, since I was 16 years old, I didn't know that there could be a woman that didn't want something from <laughs> I mean, I just didn't know. You know? <laughs> like. You know, I tell my wife all the time, like, just let me be mad. Just let me be frustrated. She's like, well, just think of it like this. And then she just, I mean, she gets on to me and my five-year-old all the time. She'll be like, oh, oh y'all need to calm down. I'm getting mad. But she'll go, this is the way she'll say it. Y'all need to calm down. I'm getting mad over this. Y'all are too wild. I look at my little, I look at my little son. I say, you think she really mad? Because <laughs> it don't sound like she mad. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I I really I really enjoyed you, you. Like I said before, we came on air. I I you came to our church, my church, um, for a wild game dinner, and we're outside. There's like a group of us outside, and we were secretive about it. We really were because we were sitting out there because we had a guy had a couple steaks of bear meat, and we were out there. We were going to get a taste of bear meat. We were waiting on it to get to the right temperature so we don't get trichinosis. And, you know, all end up, you know, falling in the floor, you know, sick. But you were out there hanging out with us. And it was, you know, I turned at one point, I turned, I was like, isn't this the guy speaking? Shouldn't he be like in a green room? And and you were just hanging out with us. And, and you know, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, hey, I need to be in this room. I don't need to be in front of anybody. You know, it there was no, yeah. there was no filter curtains or anything like that. And it really spoke to to me, to your character, kind of the humbleness that you show, no matter how, I don't think, no matter how big you get, you're going to get some type of ego, ego about you. Um, and that's, that tell you, I tell you what, that takes a lot of, it takes a lot of self-preservation and a lot of thought process not to allow that to happen and allow the world to, to boom your head up as big as you can get it. Right, right. Yeah. And I don't, I just, I mean, I want to be one of the guys. I am one of the guys. I want to hang out. And don't think that I'm better than anybody. I just, you know, when people, when, when I do meet people or somewhere and somebody says he, he won't hang with nobody, a lot of times there's, there's a reason why I'm not hanging around certain people or I can't be, you know, getting caught up in a picture of what's going on over there. I remember when I was at NWTF, like the second or third year, I come out, I was tired. I'd been, I'd done lost my voice goblin. And I sat down at a table. It's called the watering hole upstairs at the NWTF. That's where everybody goes to get them. You know, they get them a little tidy and give them a little something to drink. And I'd go up there and get me one of them high dollar, seven dollar uh, glass of uh, Pepsi glasses. You know, and I would sit at a table and I would sit there by myself and just drink my little old Pepsi and just kind of calm down. Uh, you know, winding down. 
And I remember sitting at a, it was a table there, and it was loaded with like five or six beer cans on the table. Somebody just picked it up, but that was the only seat, so I sat there. Well, the next day, somebody had taken a picture of me and put it on social on a, on, a, on the Mississippi Turkey Hunters platform, and all it said was, oh, y'all, y'all. They were just taking a picture of them. They didn't know, but all those beer cans on that table, you mm. know, and I contacted, you know, the people. I was like, look, I said, you don't mind take that picture down. I said, it's not. So it's not a problem. It's up. It's a problem that I'm sitting at a table full of beer cans. I don't drink, and I tell people I don't drink, and it makes me look like I am. And you know, I just I'm more aware of stuff like that now because you never know when somebody's taking a picture. They're they're getting a video um, and stuff like that. So uh, I want I don't want nobody to think I'm a liar. You know, and, I, and not that I like I said, not that I care if somebody drinks. That's their business. You know, I just don't want to be associated with. You know, if I tell you I don't, I don't need you to think that I do. And yeah. uh, stuff like that, but yeah, I'm gonna be one of the guys, man. Like usually, I'm just sitting by myself. A lot of people, I've, I've been in Applebee's by myself. I'd be like, man, where's your entourage? <laughs> like, no entourage. <laughs> well, and you no, know, you 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 make a great point. It is it, there's a lot of guys out there that think that you cannot be one of the guys if you don't drink. I I in fact am a recovering well you're always recovering but i was an alcoholic for a solid 10 20 years and it was it was a bad one and it took me a it took me a while to sit there and realize that hey you can have a lot of fun and it doesn't have to involve any bit of alcohol um right and and that's that's tough for a lot of guys they think that you know life revolves around a beer a good time revolves around you know liquor and that's just not true a good time now to me involves Jesus, a great Jesus conversation with some good buddies. That's right. I had a Christian man come to our house. I'm oh, sorry. Hold on. I'm leaving my door end up open in the house. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had a veteran. <laughs> I don't know how I just walked in there and put something up. I'm like, the door's open. <laughs> <laughs> the world. But, uh, I had a veteran come and, and trap with me one time, and he told me that he, he, he was big in faith. He, he's got cancer, and they, they gave him like 18 months to live, and his, his bucket list was to come here and trap with me. So he dro- he got in the truck from Texas, drove all night, come up here to the traceway, walked in there and said, y'all know y'all, y'all. Yeah. They called me. I come down there and met him, and then he was staying the night. I ended up catching like 25 hogs. So he got to go with me and trap him. And he told me something that day. He said – trying to think how he said he's going back to 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 doing stuff fun he said uh being a christian doesn't take the fun out of things it takes a lot of the sin out of things Mm. we can still have fun and and a lot of people think that they can't have it unless they hold a beer can you know or something that just you know this i like the abusing the the privilege of alcohol that's what i'm saying you know and it's I'm just not that guy. I, I can sit on my couch and not do nothing opposed to, to going out and, and maybe having some of the greatest time if it's going to be alcohol or something that I know I don't need to be involved in, you know. Yeah. Or maybe it's just women there. You know, I don't take no pictures. I don't, I don't do none. <laughs> you know, I don't do none of that. There, there's uh, something to be said for the Billy Graham rule. So. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't go in a room with a woman by yourself, even if it is somebody like the Queen of England. Who cares? You take another person with you. So that's it. That's it. Well, I actually did. A, I actually did an event. I did an event with Billy Graham's grandson. Oh that, wow! That was probably the most nervous I ever been uh, speaking because 
I knew I was there to, and I'm there and you've seen it, you know, I'm there to just entertain, let these guys that's going through a lot of problems or having issues and just, they're there to relax mm-hmm. and they're there to have a good time and not feel like, you know, if I was preaching and I'm, I'm condemning them, you know, I'm letting you, I'm just, I'm just there to entertain and let you know where I was, where I'm at and where I, you know, I, I see God taking me, you know, where he's got me from and to. And anyway, I do on Billy Graham's grandson. I was like, well, hold up. <laughs> 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 Dude, I was a little more nervous. I was like, well, they're expecting two speakers like Billy Graham. And I'm like, you're not going to get a Billy Graham. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I was a little nervous, but he was a great guy. He just, he's good with the words of the Bible. He's good with, you know, straightforward telling you. He, he's got a strong, he's like, six seven so he's got like a good stern foothold you know in the lord and when he looks at you you just feel it and you know he's just really good with it and sometimes it, but it makes you better it makes you want to say hey you know what maybe i need to read and understand a little bit more of the bible yeah. you know because you gotta because you know all this started was i just said jesus love god bless and jesus love you in some of my videos and next thing i know i was being hired to come to these banquets to speak <laughs> and when i got there they were like oh how long have you been preaching i'm like huh mm. who told you i preached <laughs> 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 i mean i believe in god yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let me see your preacher's license let me see your preacher's license <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like no nah. i'm i look at him like no nah, dog <laughs> yeah. this ain't the preacher but uh <laughs> i'm gonna tell you about god well, and, uh, we'll go from there. Well, what's what's next on your on Yacht Yacht? What is do you have? Are you still continuing to book events? Still continuing to go speak places, or are you sticking mainly just to the social media side of things? Oh, I do about twenty events a year now. I think next month September, uh, depending on when this podcast is loaded, depending on what month you're you're listening to. It. But September, I book I think every weekend but one, and then. Uh, and then we're, we're, we're getting a podcast together. We're oh. getting the Y'all, Y'all podcast together. Yeah. Uh, I think I've downloaded, like, not downloaded. I have recorded, like, six episodes. Okay. And uh, we're going to throw, throw out there, like, ten at a time. Well, we, we're, we're a little bit different than most podcasts. So I immediately go five feet from where I'm sitting now and l- upload it, and it'll be live on air tonight. So. Okay. And, okay. and we, we look. I go for quick turnaround because the moment it gets put into a memory card or whatever, I may forget about it, and it may never happen. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> you're talking to the guy that can't remember nothing. You know. <laughs> well, we just heard you. You My couldn't remember how a door got opened. <laughs> My wife told me three times a day. Uh, zipper down. I'm like, well, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He's like, where do you go? Like, have you been walking around with your zipper down all day? I'm like, probably. I mean, I work in the woods. Yeah, Lord, <laughs> Lord, like, I hope not. Lord, I hope I haven't been had my zipper down all day. I, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I, so I took a picture at a restaurant one day. This this guy seen like, man, he was just so excited. He's like, man, I gotta take a picture, man. I gotta take a picture. He just kept on, and the guy was taking a picture. The uh, the guy that wanted the picture, he had to give his wife something, and why he turned around. The guy that was taking the picture, he said, hey, cuz, you want to zip that zipper up? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, well, what, what, um, you know, so let me ask, I mean, I know we're, I know we're running short on time, but I I just, I got to ask. So the fun of, you know, I know all the hog meat that you, that you gather is donated and that is awesome. That right there is a, probably a massive help to the local food shelters and people that you provide for. But so what is the absolute, what just, what lights your fire and, and stokes your fire about trapping hogs? I mean, you were started out as a turkey hunter. I know you probably love turkey hunting more than most, but, you know, this hog thing has taken off, and you look like you absolutely love it with a passion. I do, and it's something about trapping because I've always been a trapper. And, you know, when my social media blew up being a turkey turkey storyteller, killing turkeys and telling these, these funny stories or, or, or exaggerated stories. And then when that ended, people were like, what are you going to do now? You know, social media don't wait on you for another year. You know, and I was like, well, I trap. I guess I could try that. So I've always been a trapper, catching raccoons, coyotes, anything that's crawling in your house or outside your house. And then, but I've never, I was always enthused with the hogs. And, man, when they come out with these drop traps, I was like, man, I'm going to see if I can't use my social media, see if I can't get me one then. <laughs> and I talked to them, and it took about two hours in a meeting. Because they're, they're watching turkey videos like, all right. You know, I'm screaming hollering these videos like, we don't know if this is going to work. You know, we don't know if we're going to be associated with this. I'm like, then they were just like, well, let's just try it for a couple months. Mm. And when I just started, dude, it just went crazy. It was just like swamp people. It was just like they were enthused with the amount of hogs, the size of hogs, and, and, uh, now, man, I got more traps I can run. <laughs> I got more hog traps and more hogs I can that I can go after, you know. But yeah, it's just something that, and it's not a lot of people confuse my my proudness. I guess you would say it, my happiness of trapping. They they sometimes I get a lot of hate from people who don't understand trapping that they think that I'm too proud of the killing, and I'm like, it's not that. It's the fact that this farmer just had nine acres destroyed by hogs. This yeah. hay field, they just lost 30 acres of hay field that was going to be for cattle in the winter. You, you, somebody's, uh, somebody's grandmama's yard got tore up from the hogs this summer because they're in there eating. And you go in there and you set a trap and you just take them all out. And it's just like, you did a great job. You were there and they are proud of you. I'm proud of me at, of doing a, the, the job that I needed to do. And I think it's just you feel like you're changing something, even though we got a lot of wild hogs. You just feel like you're really helping somebody. And then on top of that, we do feed a lot of people. We feed thousands of people a year that get some whole meat or get their freezer, you know, that full that might not have had it. Uh, but, you know, in the summertime, I mean, it's really hot. So I do feed a lot of buzzards. But now I've got a deal. I'm trying to work with a dog food company that's helping me. They're not necessarily going to do it. But they're trying to help me figure out how to make that homemade dog food. Oh, so, wow. And, yeah, so it'll be something else. Instead of just feeding the buzzards, I might be able to skin out four or five hogs to where I was going to dump five or six of them, six of them, seven of them, and say, well, you know what? We can make dogs out of this. So now these dog hunters, uh, they'll be coming around more, and we can work with them more, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but we're just trying to figure it out so nothing goes away. But at the same time, I'm a hired trapper before I am a meat market. Yeah. And, you know, and it takes a little bit. Because I get a lot of new people show up, I'm like, what do you do with this? Why are you doing this? Oh, you just killed the kill. I'm like, 
a little research help you know that. <laughs> well, let me ask you. Th- let me ask you this. You know, you mentioned you know you're dealing with a with a hay farmer, or you're dealing with grandma's backyard, and all these different instances. And and you are saving someone's livelihood, especially you know if it's hay for cattle for the winter and th- these kind of things. You know, yeah. so what are the ministry opportunities? What are the opportunities with the property owner um, in speaking about Jesus and sharing your faith with them? Yeah, most of the people know, you know, around here know, and I'll be talking, you know, most of them is like, Lord, thanks, get done. So at least they know where the blessing comes from, you know, when, when I got done. And and then when we're doing uh, the uh, YouTube and stuff, you know, I have to make sure, because some jobs I won't, if they won't let me video, I just be like, you know, well, that ain't my problem. Yeah. You know, but when they let me video and they start being part of the video, or maybe they're just watching it from 30 feet away and they, they hear me talking about God they get to hear it personally, even if they might not. I mean, I got some farmers that never go to church. They're mm. not. They're up here at the Traceway every Sunday morning, eating breakfast, you know, eating lunch or whatever. They don't go, but they watch my videos. So I get to reach those people that's in the videos. I get to reach the people that watch the videos. And like that, and then they see it from me, you know, they're like, well, he ain't the preacher, but man, he show his love and life and he sure is a blessed man. And, uh, I'm not as I'm not as blessed as the internet says I am. Uh, I've had two people call me this week and tell me congratulations on being a multi-million dollar pig trapper. And uh, so I finally had to Google my own net worth, and it said somewhere around like nine to twenty million. And I was like, "That's living proof. Do not believe everything you see on the internet." <laughs> oh, it's almost like the Forrest Gump. He said that was a million dollar wound, but I ain't seen a lick of that money. So. <laughs> I just I get to be those people get to see me and, and most of them like I say when most of when I'm done they they are thanking the Lord that might have just been one more time that they thought to thank the Lord or you know I tell people all the time when these pigs get too bad and they can't figure it out and how to handle it until they call me maybe it was the Lord's way of praying having them pray you know them hogs moved in maybe they wouldn't pray I tell people maybe you wouldn't pray enough Mm. in life in general and then with something a little bad you know we're always we're big really on praying with something bad going on absolutely and i told him i tell them all the time you know them hogs might have been sent to help you pray and uh then he sent me so you can see the blessing part of it to get it taken <laughs> care of so <laughs> you never know well man it your your story just seeing the seeing the rise that that you've gone on is just awesome to see the stance that you take is even more of a blessing it really does uh you know, I see you come across my Facebook all the time, and, and I love seeing it. I love that, the, you know, even watching a video of yours can bring you out of a mood. It can bring you out of a out of a funk, and that's a blessing in itself. Um, but, you know, guys, if you're listening and you, you are wondering, who, who did y'all get on the show? Who is this? Go look them up. Y'all, y'all, a, uh, Y-A-W-T, spell it twice. He's on Facebook, he's on YouTube, and soon to be a podcaster. So that's got to be about as much fun as as watching him on YouTube. Um, go check him out. It's 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 an amazing um, opportunity just to see you know where God can take you in any field, anywhere, anyhow. Because you know God's in control. It's His will, and you know the platform that um, Yacht Yacht has stepped on and that he's standing on and he's standing firm in is amazing. Um, and, and we'll have this, we'll have it, we'll, we'll tag them on Facebook with this post, uh, with the podcast post, 
we'll uh we'll uh try to tag him as much as possible try to put him you know his uh link on our webpage. Um, if you're looking for our webpage for Thrive, it's www.thethriveministry.com. Uh, if you're looking to create, develop a men's ministry at your church, give us a call. Let us come in. Let us help. Let us pray for you, promote you, encourage you, equip you. Let us speak to your guys. Let us just uh, gather around you, pray for you, pray with you. And uh, it's just we need more men stepping up in this world, especially on platforms just like y'all y'all's doing is that everybody has a platform. You just got God's God's revealing it to you. You've got to be close, so close to God that you don't miss it. Um, y'all y'all man, I, we appreciate it. This is truly a blessing. I, I, I'm I'm truly excited about uh, what you've got going for the future and what's what's going on in your world right now. That's right. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, you just never know. I'm living proof. God using old like that old goblin pig crapper such as myself. And we're reaching millions of people uh, speaking his name. But that being said, some of them videos, y'all see, I might be just a little bit of a head knocker. Just pray <laughs> for me, and I'll pray for y'all. <laughs> well, guys, we we appreciate y'all uh, listening, enjoying the episode. We, we want you to have a great rest of the week. And we'll be back hopefully next week with some Romans. And, uh, you know, we, we love you. We hope you have a great and wonderful weekend, a blessed weekend. Get in church, and while you're in church, while you're in God's Word, thrive on.